Hello, ladies and gents. This is Casey Campbell, and you're listening to It's Tempting. You better buckle up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to It's Tempting. I'm so excited because my best friend, former castmate, partner in crime, Nicole K, is finally on the pod. Welcome to It's Tempting. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I know. We are together all the time. So Literally. I can't believe we haven't done this already, you guys. So I think you're going to be excited because we're going to talk about things we've never talked about publicly. It just always becomes unfiltered when we talk. <laughs> always becomes unfiltered. Natural. Okay. So... I feel like our lives, people are fascinated. So the past few months, what have we been up to? I mean, why are they fascinated? Because we literally <laughs> went through the toughest time of our life on I, TV. So literally. They see the transformation. and The transformation, how. which we're going to get into that later, you guys. So we watched our season together or like half of it last night. And whoa, we are different humans. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, it was embarrassing. It was, I was cringing. She was cringing. It's wild. Okay, you guys. So I just want to talk about what we've kind of been up to the past few months because that's something that I get a lot of DMs about because we've been all over the place. You guys know, like, I'm born and raised L.A. Nicole is from Minnesota but has lived in Chicago, but she was in L.A. for a while. So, yeah, we started out, what, Super Bowl? when we reconnected or yeah like yeah. that was when we like for like Two we've always ago. but we've always like stayed in touch and we always go on trips and stuff but we've really been like consistently together i think since super bowl yeah because i've lived on an airplane and just came and saw you <laughs> yeah every other month yeah so you didn't have a choice and super ultimately <laughs> i know literally and super bowl i feel like has kind of turned into our thing because this past super bowl we were in scottsdale the super bowl f- before we were in la yeah right it's yeah. been like our little vibe yeah <laughs> she said yeah I mean there's a lot of things that have happened in between but this, yeah this is true so yeah you guys we were in Super Bowl and she decided that she wanted to try out LA for a while yeah. and I was so stoked yeah I mean the thing is if I didn't have friends there because yeah. I almost moved to Miami yeah and then and I didn't want you to do that cause, well yeah weird because now I moved <laughs> selfishly she didn't want me to do that but uh um I was already traveling so much anyways I was ready for a change you can just feel your body pushing you yeah when it's ready for a change whether it's anything whether it's your career or your relationship whatever it may be so moving to me I was like I need to be in a new environment yeah you get like so stimulated when you're in a new environment and you have change so being in LA the last three months was so amazing it made me realize okay I want to come back and get a little bit more settled here yeah she loved it you guys which is so weird because on that same kind of note how you know like when your body's ready for a change and you need a change I'm born and raised in LA and I needed to get the fuck out I was like my body my mental health everything about it was like I need something different I need a new environment I need a new place which kind of sucked because like her and Katie both came at the same time but I don't know I'll, I'll always go back my family's there I mean, the world is your oyster. I was going to say. You can move. <laughs> you can do whatever you want if yeah. you believe that you can. If you have determination, you can yeah. literally do whatever you want. You guys, look at She's being inspiring already. Like I just, five minutes in. I just <laughs> feel like that's the my, that I just that's the only way I think. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you're in Miami now. Cool. Like I'm going yeah. to Europe this summer. And yeah. I'm like, maybe I'm going to stay over there. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I meet my husband over there. Who knows? Like yeah. maybe an opportunity presents itself like 
just being closed-minded will not get you as far in life. Being yeah. open-minded and thinking, okay, wherever it leads me yeah, is going to bring us so much further. And that's actually when you came to LA and I saw like how you were moving and like how you were just like kind of winging it, but like making it happen. That's what inspired me to be like, oh, fuck yeah. it. Like I'm getting in my car and driving across the country to Florida. Yeah. Like I'm just doing it. And as you should. And it's been working. So... I don't know. I just think like if you know what you want to do with your life, just go with the flow, listen to your gut and everything will fall into place the way it's meant to. Yeah. And even if you don't know what you yeah. want to do, just start doing one thing at a time. Yeah. Like step after step yeah. and it'll figure itself out. Baby steps. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys, we've been in L.A. together the last few months. It's been amazing. Honestly, Katie's been with us as well. And we've had a lot of memories, a lot of good times. And then... We both came to South Florida. <laughs> now we've been here for what, like three weeks? Yeah, I mean, my family lives here, so yeah. my brothers moved down here, and so it was just natural that I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm in between my brother's house and Miami to hang yeah. out with you before I go to Europe, and I was like, it doesn't feel like we even left each other. No, and I love it too because coming here, I was like, oh, like it's not that scary because I have you. Yeah, you know? and you have the connection of the other yeah, people that we exactly. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've been up to. <laughs> you know, this year has been so much fun. I feel like we had like New Year's and then Super Bowl and then we've like, been in LA and now we've been in Florida. She's about to go off to Europe. If I get my passport in time, but long story short, my passport expired and I've been like a nomad. So trying to get this thing shipped to the correct address has kind of been a fucking nightmare. How, <laughs> how about when we go somewhere and like the clerk or anybody's like, so what's yeah. your address? I'm like, yeah, well, I live on an airplane. Literally. Or you meet someone new in person and they're like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, well, I'm from Minnesota. I lived in Chicago, but then I was yeah. in LA and now like I don't live anywhere technically because I'm going to Europe and it's just like this yeah. whole thing. And they're like, yeah, what the fuck? Hers <laughs> is even crazier than mine because mine is like, They'll ask me, like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from L.A. They're like, oh, like, how are lo oh, how long are you here for? And I'm like, oh, like, I think I'm here for the summer, but, like, I might stay longer. But, like, I don't know what neighborhood I want to live in. But, like, maybe I'll go back to L.A. Might yeah, go to Europe. <laughs> that's, like, a traditional move, though. Like, whenever you yeah. move somewhere, you're always just feeling it out right yeah. away. Um, you're, like, literally on an airplane. Well, I mean, in L.A., I was pretty settled. Yeah. Like, I got an Airbnb. I got a yeah. car. I got I had my dog. Now I'm really just going day to day. Okay, you guys. So that's what we've been up to. Let's talk about dating. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Dude, it's a nightmare. How how do you like LA men? Did I exaggerate or is it as bad as I told you it was? To be honest, like when you and my other friend told me what mm -hmm. it was like dating. Yeah. I was like, you guys just need to put yourself out there. It's not really like that. <laughs> then I got to exaggerating. LA and I realized people in LA, this is what they're like. They just want you to come over. Yeah. They just, they're on the come over vibe. Yeah. I'm like, look. Literally. Honey. <laughs> honey. I'm not on the come over vibe. Like, no. I literally have told people, um, like, uh, you know, they say their aggressive shit that they want to say. Yep. They're going to take you home, blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm here to date and I'm 30. So you yeah. don't play with me. I'm, yeah. I've gotten so much since I've been in LA. Like, oh my God, you're 30? You look like you're 25. I'm like, no, I'm 30. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. I know what I'm doing and you can't, you're not gonna be able to manipulate me. I mean, we went through this shit already. So Snaps. Um, <laughs> it's just been interesting to see how people move in LA. Yeah. But I think it's also been super inspiring to be in LA because everybody is so focused on their mm -hmm. career. Like no one's gonna, it seems like people don't really put a relationship or somebody that they're trying to get to know. Like they won't spend time courting a woman yeah, because they're way too focused spending time on their business. So it is motivating because it's like, okay, these people are grinding. Everybody is out here to make money. And 
Yeah. It makes you motivated. A hundred percent. But I think when I got to LA, I just realized like, okay, this isn't the time or phase in my life where mm-hmm. I need to be exerting a lot of energy on dating. But if I meet people out in person, I'm not going to be closed off. I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, entertain, feel the energy, go with my gut, but I'm not going to go out of my way to have a lot of dates set up when I have to be focused on what I'm doing because at the end of the day, these people are probably not going to prioritize me. Yeah. I think it's so funny because <laughs> I think I've been open about the fact that where I'm like either I'll go out on the weekend and like have a great time, but everyone knows like I'm a homebody. So I think it's funny how you're like, oh, like maybe she's not putting herself out there. And then you like came and experienced the type of men that we have in LA and you're like, okay, actually she's not bullshit. I will say <laughs> I've literally never got hit on as much yeah. as being in LA. It's like, yeah. You're like a shiny object. It's like people know I'm not from there. It's like, oh, fresh meat. Yeah. They (laughs) can tell. They they can tell. Oh, of course. Because I'm, I, well, I said this the other day. I'm like too organic to be in a big city. I love being in big cities, but like I don't have any plastic. I don't have, you know, that look. And not saying that everybody's like that, but at the same time, I'm like, People be like, where are you from? They can definitely like, tell you're not You're from nice. There. You're reserved. Like, you yeah. are different. Um, Plus, like, you also, like, when you first came here, you were entertaining, like, the, the dating LA. world, yeah. you know? And I kept telling you, it's like, these guys are bullshit. Like, these guys are bullshit. Well, I just realized they can take up a lot of your time. 100%. So, yeah, I think a couple weeks in, I realized, like, yeah, it's yeah. not for me. It's funny because I entered this year. I made a vision board and everything that this yeah. was going to be the year I had a boyfriend. Yeah. I even had, like... A guy on there with like a ring potentially Aww. and like a dog. You and made it like a very specific list, right? Like all the traits. And yeah, everything. it was like it was visual. It was a, yeah. a photo and it was on the background of my phone yeah. for a long time. Aww, I um, love that. But then when I got to LA, I was like, you know what? This might just be the year of building my business and continuing yeah. to be free because there's no rush to be in a relationship. So now when literally when I meet guys now and they're like, what are you looking for? What are your intentions? I'm like, look, I'm building my business and I'm traveling the world. I'm doing things for me. And I'm seeing what falls in alignment along the way. Fuck yes. Literally. That's how you have to live your life. That's kind of what I talked about with Iris in my first episode. It's like there's no time limit. As like women especially, but also just in our generation, everyone's like, oh, you got to do like this by this time. It's like, no, like fuck that. Shit's going to come together when it's meant to be together. You need to like listen to your soul. Just do your journey. And whatever is meant to be and what is going to align with what you're meant to do, like your future husband, your career, it's all going to happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. Got to stop forcing things. Okay. So along that line of like dating in LA is pretty tough. But I will say before we like completely change the subject, one thing I do like that you said is like being in a big city, especially in LA, it really pushes you to like go for it all. You know, because you have like other people that are hustling and like going after their dreams. And it's like almost like a competitive thing. It's like you can't just like sit there and not make shit happen because it almost feels like. I don't know. You're just like not reaching your potential. That's one of my biggest fears is like not reaching and surpassing my potential and growing up in a big city. That's like all I've ever known. So it's interesting having you come here and also like immediately feeling that in LA, just like the competition and like you got to like just hustle and keep building yourself. I love it. Like having a strong support system, people around you that are going to push you is like so important in life. And that even when I left LA, I was I mean, I love being with my family, but I was like just with my family in a small town. There wasn't I wasn't doing the same things. And I was like, wow, I feel like lazy. I feel bored, like not bored, but I just was like, it's not the same. I don't feel as motivated and inspired if there was someone here doing what I do. Mm -hmm. And also there's something about seeing somebody who's similar to you. Yeah. 
reaching a goal and then you're like it feels like so much closer in if, reach i was just gonna say it makes it so attainable yeah. when you're when you see people in your circle or like yeah like in your circle that are reaching these goals and you're like okay if they can do it like i can definitely do yeah. it and it makes it so you you go even harder which is again back to a support system i tell yeah. my clients this all the time um you know, for their fitness journey, like if you have a strong support system, you're just going to su- succeed so much yeah. better. And it doesn't, you know, eventually you might lose friends, mm-hmm. but you're going to regain the right friends. Yeah. That's like something that I've struggled with is like in the past is because I, I don't know, you know me, like I'm so friendly and like I want to think the best in people. But then I'm like a lot of the time when you're trying to reach certain goals, not everyone is meant to go the places that you're going, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's no hard feelings or anything, but it's just sometimes you you just go to a different level than can, other people. Right, it can be a phase. Yeah. Or a, a, like a stage in your life and you leave it there. You don't have to bring everyone along yeah. the way. Having a good support system in an inner circle that like understands your dreams and like doesn't, like I used to have Shoot friends. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say a long time ago. This hasn't been very recent, but I used to have friends where I would talk about what I wanted to do and like my aspirations and where I saw myself and they would make me feel like I was crazy and that's so out of reach. Like that's never going to happen. Like you got to get like practical. Yeah. You have to surround yourself with your inner circle and your support system with people that are like, you are 100% capable of doing that. Like let's make a game plan. Yeah, I know. You know, you and me and Katie, we always been... make game plans. <laughs> yeah, but you and me and Katie have been such a strong support system for each other yeah. these last few months. And it's just crazy. That's one thing I said to people when I moved to L.A. Like it's been so easy to transition because I had close friends there. Like it wasn't just acquaintances or people I met in my industry. Mm-hmm. I had like three at least really tight girlfriends that I've known for at least five years. Yeah. Yeah, we've been friends a minute. One thing that I loved so much. So I've talked about this on the pod and um, on Instagram and whatnot. Like I quit my nine to five a few months ago. It was like terrifying. And I've not been doing a nine. I know she's clapping. So one of the first, the first month was like pretty scary, you guys, because I like was getting my savings in order. I had a shit ton of bills. I'm trying to travel. I was trying to move. So the first month was pretty tight. And during that first month, we went to Revolve and I was kind of having some anxiety. I was like re like branding the podcast. I had a lot going on and I will never forget this. And I love you so much. I was in (laughs) the bedroom like by myself, kind of like decompressing. And I could hear her and Katie like in the kitchen. And one thing about us, you guys, we don't ever like keep things from each other. We're very honest with each other, even if it's like a hard conversation. Would you say that that's accurate? Yeah, yeah. So like I'm in the bedroom by myself, but I could hear them and they're like literally talking about me and nicole's like she just needs like a little push like she just needs to be pushed a little bit i was not whispering either no i hope she hears me right now the whole thing i'm like (laughs) this bitch needs to come out tonight because she needs to network and i know it's what she wants to do even though she wants to stay at home yeah she needs a push she needs a support system she needs support on this i loved it i was like i have such good friends man and i love that it's (laughs) like i didn't get offended like i wasn't upset it's just like i have friends that like know what i'm capable of know my potential and you guys like are helping me get there yeah it was like so nice and then when I went out there you guys were asking me they're like okay like what are you doing to like do the podcast and I was like each day I'm getting like one percent better like I'm planning this and like I was telling you guys my game plan and then Katie was like okay so like yeah like you are like figuring it out like she was surprised and like you I was like telling you what my plan is and it was just so nice. I was like, okay, like I'm on the right track. Like it's still hard, but like I've ha- I'm glad I have friends that can call me out and like help me figure out like A, B, C, and D. A, B, C, and D. You know, yeah. like it was so nice, and I it, none of us get offended. No, I mean I just feel like we're grown. Yeah, we're grown. It's we're grown. Just like for what? I don't. I had a friend the other day that I'm like, 
wow, it sounds like you have a lot of drama in your life. And I was just like, dude, we don't, I, though. No, that, not them. I said to them, I'm like, it seems oh. like they have a lot of drama yeah. in their life. And I'm like, I just can't comprehend because no. I don't have any drama yeah. in my life. And I haven't for a while. And no. yeah, maybe there's situations that happen here or there that like throw you off or make you irritated. But I'm like, I don't have anyone in my circle no. or that I communicate with daily or weekly or monthly Where we have, like, issues that is causing me stress on my mental health and yeah. emotional health because that's so important and I yeah. feel like you and I of course especially going through Temptation Island we just have a whole new respect for yeah, it of deal with it. having met like I've had friends where I'm like you know what maybe you're entertaining something that's not good for you yeah. I'm gonna let you figure it out on your own but the moment it starts affecting your mental health I can't yeah. support it a hundred percent but it's a slippery slope it a lot is. of things are a slippery slope yeah. like Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> no, yeah. I just, even like, you know, all this like sugar daddy, sugar, whatever yeah. that is, that sugar baby situation. Okay, there's people doing it, but you know, everything in life is a slippery slope. Yeah. So you have to be on your shit. You need to act in alignment with yourself. You have to know yourself. Whatever you're doing, just don't get too far away from what yeah. your values are. Exactly. What your values are and who you are. So along that line, before we get off like dating and all this, um, your perfect man, like what, what do you look for in a man? Cause like, you know, me, yeah. like I, like you guys, I am almost at the point where I feel like I'm all, my standards are almost too high. Cause I literally put up with like nothing. Like it's almost like I need like the perfect dude. Otherwise I want like nothing to do with you. And I feel like that has to kind of be a trauma response because of everything I dealt with in the past. Yeah. But it's just like, I need it to be like all your ducks are in a fucking row. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't need to pursue you. Like I I'll show you I'm interested and like I'm down, but like you need to do the work and you need to make shit happen. Like I ain't doing shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think it's important. I was just talking to someone about this the other day. If somebody's not self-aware of what they need to work on, because we all mm -hmm. have things we want to work on, Facts. right? So if you haven't done your due diligence of figuring out what it is you like want in life, I can't be dating somebody that doesn't know what they want because yeah. how am I going to figure them out if they don't know what they want? Yeah. Um, but so like even I feel like that's a younger thing. Like, yeah, I feel like it's funny because now at this age, I'm 30 and I find myself meeting men that are maybe 28 or Same. 29 and I'm like, whoa, I've never talked to a guy that's younger than me. Yeah. And so then I'm just sitting there like, maybe this is what happens when you get older. Like, it's crazy. When you get into your 30s, you start maybe dating people that are younger or maybe your same age versus people that are older. Yeah. Because there's men out there that are 40 and, like, have not worked on themselves. You know what I mean? No. Never been married, never whatever. They're almost worse than younger guys. And so that's why I'm saying, okay, maybe some of these 28-year-olds are actually a catch. Yeah. But have they worked on themselves and yeah. done the things they need to do and yeah they don't need to be all the way there but I was gonna say, how self-aware are they they don't need to be perfect but it's the self-aware and like being able to grow with me i think is what i'm really looking for personally like yeah. i need to find someone that's like self-aware that like has goals that's driven that has like a good heart but is also wanting to like hustle and like grow with me and like be on the same level and be like a power couple yeah. and if they're not that like i just i'm good single like yeah. truly yeah like and it's truly. so weird because i never thought i would say that because even on ti when we were watching i was all like oh my god i can't wait to get married and have kids this now now <laughs> this is yeah dude fuck we're gonna get into that you guys oh it's so bad but now like you know me like yeah. when i say like i'm good single like you believe me right i think yes i do but i think this is part of having a strong support system because yeah. i think we're all like this we're all like this and i i just think it comes with maturity and it comes with knowing yourself and your standards yeah. and your values and your self-worth and 
we didn't have some of that stuff for a we long time. Did not. And uh, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. I think a lot of people go through that, especially in their 20s, yeah. where they lose lose sight of themselves. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, I have it all, all back and then some. Yeah. And I think for me, I just need to find... One, my standards are high because I know what I can provide. So if he needs to be right there with me in terms of like his career, his mental health, like, I'm sorry, but I feel pretty established. And if you're not established in your career yet, maybe you want more, but I need you to be kind of at a certain level because I'm not trying to pick up the scraps. At this point in time, I've I've done that before. Been there, done that. So many times. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I deserve somebody who's on my level. And I also want somebody who is literally going to be inspiring as fuck to me because yes. I need someone pu- I want somebody pushing me yes. for the rest of my life and I feel like I'm doing well but if I have a partner that's like oh you're only like yeah. you're only thinking this big you need to be thinking yeah. this big yeah. and I'm like that's exactly the person that I want to be with yep and I just feel like that's a very unique feeling like when I meet men right now I can yeah. just tell when they're moving or operating but then I meet these other guys that are almost like extraordinary yeah and i'm like whoa like and the amount inspired by yeah them. i'm so inspired i'm like the yeah. amount of shit that i could learn from you yeah and it's so attractive and it would like turn me on and be commit like i yeah. guarantee committed for life because it's yeah. just like i wouldn't never want to lose that no yeah it's so rare and you would um i think you'll relate to this like now i feel like such peace it's like i'm not gonna have anyone in yeah. my life that's gonna fuck with my peace oh my god yeah that's <laughs> that's know? literally like my mo of life yeah. like how can I be the most peaceful version yes. of myself? Like when I was yeah. going to therapy, I just told her like, I want to be one of those people that is like so at peace yeah. that they don't let their emotions get to them. Yeah. I think it is important to feel your emotions. I learned that through Temptation yeah. Island and through life, but I just don't want someone to rock me off something. No. If somebody walks in the room and says something to try to offend me, it's like, I'm but, good. Like yeah. I'm I'm at peace. Yeah. You can't really disrupt this bubble that I've built for myself because I've you worked know, so hard yeah, at it. You know who you are. You know what you're about and no one's going to mess that up. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, man. You guys, your support system, your circle, very important. <laughs> we will, we can attest to that. Okay, so let's get on to Ti. Okay, because oh. we know a lot of people are listening to this for that. It's tempting. Before we get into our season, because you guys, we uh, we were both shook on our season, but we did also watch the first episode of season five together. What were your, what were your first thoughts? Like, what's your impression? I want to hear like what you were thinking because we didn't really talk too much about it. We did yeah. a little bit, but I want to know like your true and without me like influencing you at all. I think um, immediately my I was trying to figure out okay what couple reminds me of what I was like. Yeah. Um, and I think it was oh, I don't remember their name. Their I'll remember. Is or Maricela? Maricela yeah. and her boyfriend. Yep, they remind me of you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so a I, bit. I think when they were telling their stories in the introduction, I was like, okay, that's an interesting story. Like, they've been in, they're engaged. They're not married. That that Wait, couple, like when I when I think Kay- about it left. Caitlin and Hall. Yeah, they're Kay- the ones that are engaged. Yeah, Caitlin and Hall, I was like, okay, that's an interesting story. I don't think that's been on Temptation Island no. before. So that's cool they brought it in. Yeah. I was thinking of it from like a... I think as the season goes on, I'm going to think about it more from their emotional health standpoint. Yeah. But, like, just up front, I was like, oh, wow, the, the directors casted people differently. You yeah. Know? Like, every season they casted people differently. So when they were introducing themselves, I'm like, okay, this is, like, a new story, which is going to yeah. be intriguing because there's probably a lot of people in this world that could relate to that. Yeah. Um, the next couple. Um, so we just talked about Maricel and Chris, which remind you a little bit of you. We talked about the engaged couple, Caitlin and Hall. What about Vanessa and Roberto, the 10 year gap? 
the age difference couple. Oh, yeah. So that one was just seemed like a wreck. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Um, we both were just like, it's so toxic. I was like, it's be, it's like past the point yeah. of toxic in my it eyes. It is. It's past the point and of toxic. And so it's just like, it's so cringy. Yeah. And but like, it's also sad. Like I kind of, yeah. it's only the first episode, but I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. And she, yeah. Uh, this is what I said. I'm like, it seems like she's his mom. Yeah. It's yeah. very much like a mother-son relationship, which is, like, sad because a partnership shouldn't be, shouldn't like, be that. like that. And, I mean, that's just my opinion, whatever. Maybe there are relationships out there like yeah. that in the world. But I'm like, he's like a boy. Let yeah. him grow into his own. Yeah. So it reminds me kind of of, like, how Carl and I were, how Carl kept trying to your, teach me. And your age. He tried to teach me yeah. how I need to be. Yeah. And, like, with without, like and just always disregarding my feelings. Yeah. So I could never grow into myself and into be you, my best yeah. self because somebody was like holding me under their thumb down their your throat like to tr- yeah and it's just it's it's almost just like it's a compatibility issue yeah. like maybe she's you know it, i don't know maybe she's a gr- great human being but in the dynamic that they're in it's not good it just doesn't look healthy and it's like because she's trying to mold him yeah and it's funny because I, I was telling you i'm like a lot of men do this actually they yeah. try to mold you yeah control you manipulate you and i feel like with their situation it's, it's actually her, the opposite which is interesting because you don't see that very often but so maybe maybe interesting you know now that we're in our 30s i know maybe this is what happens when you start dating younger men i know and the women get into a power trip and date men that yep. are 20 like i'm sorry if I, how are they again 35 34 and 24 I would never like I just I'm like That's, you're not this is to my point you're not grown into yourself no. so how could you provide or be compatible with me yeah and that's kind of what I said you guys in in last week was my solo episode and I I was going in on them to the point I almost felt bad but like this is my thing I hear what she's saying like you have standards and you want to provide I, and her I agree protect with her. that yeah and we agree with that however before you decided to get into a committed relationship exclusive long-term relationship with a 24 year old man that you like <laughs> think has potential and doesn't reach your standards like That's you guys needed to have some serious conversations before you di- decided to be exclusive and commit to each other because you're right. clearly not on the same page well that's the thing potential yeah like, like you're dating we, potential do we live for potential or yeah. do we find somebody that's a good match yeah. for us you don't date date potential that's like rule 101 but and maybe, that's it's a disaster i mean i don't know her past or background but maybe yeah. she went through something where she still yeah has to grow from it anyway i feel like obviously that's the couple that you could talk about forever forever so we, i'm glad we were both <laughs> on the same page because i even warned her before we watched it i was like there's this one couple and i feel like i really went in on them but it's just like i it's my opinion and then she watched it and had the same yeah. opinion so i was like okay i'm Wait, glad it's not just me what about the um the other couple the really beautiful girl oh paris and great they're yeah. from africa she's young she's 23 she wants to get married and have kids right away but he's cheated on her numerous times she is gorgeous first of all stunning um but second of all it's just so funny because when i was watching them tell their story he was already shaking his head before she could even speak and i'm like that's a problem not cute i'm like he is so insecure yeah i can just tell he's insecure and it's it's ruining the relationship Plus, like for me, and I I said this before, I just think when someone's really in love with you and really wants to be with you, it's like they're not going to cheat on you numerous times. He kind of reminded me of Carl a little because it was like yeah. he was shaking his head before she could even speak. He reminded me of Evan a little bit too. Oh, well, I mean, Carl and Evan like were, yeah, have a lot of similarities. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later (laughs) but yeah no they did that he's he's not giving me good i'm just like oh and one thing i did notice too um so when they walk into the villa and it's just something i noticed because it's a huge pet peeve of mine 
and it's like not not everyone that does this is a narcissist but it's like a narcissist trait when they walk way in front of their partner like five six feet in front when they went into the villa all the couples were like hand in hand together and he was like six feet ahead of her and she was like tripping in her heels in the grass and i'm just like yo like that's not cool i didn't Uh, like that at all i didn't notice that but that reminds me of like when they were doing the cocktail party yeah that was so cool. I'm like, I wish <laughs> it's drama, right? Yeah. Like, I wish ours would have been like that. Because what did yeah. we do? We just did something completely different. The, it's yeah. crazy to see the seasons evolve because, yes. well, we'll get into that more. But um, just that cocktail party, I was like, this was a risky way to do it. And I love it because it's more entertaining and like dramatic. Yeah. But yeah, just the way that they were all interacting was so weird. But um, I was going to say even uh, who's the white couple? Caitlin and Hall. Caitlin and Hall. They um, just like when she went, Caitlin went to go find her boyfriend. Yeah. And she went over to him and he was like walking away from her. Yes. And I'm like, oh, it's going to start. Yeah. But also, we know what editing is in this world. That's the and thing. And so we're watching it with a different lens. Yeah. That was one thing I noticed when we were watching not even just season five together, but our season. We're so used to how reality TV works now. We already know, like, who's going to be in the final four. We know like who's going to be a villain. We know it's like, okay, that was edited to make it look this a certain way. Like this is going to happen next. We know it so well, like the editing and production standpoint of it. It's kind of cool because I'm like, I don't, I don't want it to judge my like perception, but at the same time, I just have like an inside. We definitely know how it works. (laughs) Inside scoop. Yeah. So Um, the changes on season five. So the first big change was that, um, they all the couples got to stay together in one villa together that first night. What what were your thoughts on that? I thought that was kind of cool. I think it was cool because it almost built up the yeah. hype. Yeah, like the way they they did the first episode is like it built up the hype of how close the couples were, and then they tore them apart. Yeah, so it was like a lot more dramatic because it was like okay, they all just spent this time together. We got the stories, like yep. they got the, and then it was like okay, now go into a cocktail. Yeah, hour with all these people you're gonna be dating, and it was like. Oh, you guys don't know how to act because you are just really connected with yes. your partner. There's more drama. Yeah, you don't feel disconnected from your partner yet. Yeah, and it was just like the first experience. Cause want to know what it made reminded me of? You know how when the so the first week of like production on Ti, you're not with the singles. You're just with the couples, and like mm-hmm. we got really close. Like on our season, the all eight of us because we were together all the time. We were in vans together. We were like filming. Remember when we were in like that van and we were like talking about like going to each other's weddings one day, possibly. So that's what I'm saying, though. It's like we were all so close, like taking shots, talking about weddings. And then like imagine like spending the night together, like partying, hanging out. And then like, boom, next day we're like with the singles. That's crazy. Like, mm. I can't imagine that. That's pretty wild. I like it. I, it's, it's drama. Yeah, they brought the drama. It makes good for television, for sure. I do think, like, some of the couples seem... I am i don't get real vibes. I even put... And I feel bad saying that. I feel like Caitlyn and Hall seem real. They, they seem real, but... And, no, I feel like they all they all have a history, you can tell. But just getting the way so they're acting up. is so weird to me. Like what? Like, for example... For like, example. <laughs> like what? Like you kind of just said it when um they're at the joint cocktail party with all the singles, which I do. I guess I get it because you're signed up for the show and you know what you signed up for. But I just feel like they're too casual about it almost the way like people are like coming up to your girl and like grabbing your girl and flirting with her and spitting. But they, and they, you're they, just standing there sipping your drink and just like, don't give a fuck. Here's the difference. Like 
from our season to now, these people know what they're getting into, right? Yeah, very true. And when true. we went on there, I was paranoid as fuck. Like, we, when we rewatched we, our season, yeah. I was like, whoa, I, I know I'm not saying. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even speaking. I'm a mute. And I'm yeah. running away from the situation. I'd yeah. be like, there'd be a scene and I'd be like, where am I? And I was like, oh, yeah, I was hiding in the bathroom because I didn't want to be Literally. filmed because I didn't know what I was Literally. getting into. Now it's like, OK, these people know. So yeah. like them being at that cocktail hour, they probably had a strategy and approach. Like, you're right. Um, what's the oh, my God, I should have remembered the people's names. The girl who's 34 and the or 35. Vanessa and, and Roberto. So Vanessa, like when she was, you know, talking to the other girls, like tapping their ass. Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was like a confident power move to yeah. be like well my man like likes asses yeah. so what does yours look like yeah but it, and then like play smacked it yeah <laughs> the play Dead. smacking i'm like is it worth it? is she trying to intimidate her she was doing you know, something like make her so. scared of her a little bit i think she was trying to make intimidate her i'm a like that bit. bitch knows what she's doing yeah, she, she had a strategy going in and she's yeah. like you know what i know what my man like she even said i'm gonna scope out my competition yeah and so it's yeah it's like there is a strategy they know what's up it's a game you're right, because it's season five now. It's like they've, like, studied the shit out of these shows. Like, there's no way they haven't watched all the seasons. I mean, it's good they're switching it up, though, because yeah. people think they're getting into one thing, but they didn't know they're going to a cocktail hour. Yeah. And, you know, production and Temptation Island has to switch it up. Otherwise, it would just get boring. Yeah. Like, that's literally what I said in last in my last episode, my solo episode. I was like, we know, like, the blueprint for TI now. It's, like, the mm. same shit every year. We need something different, and I do like that about this season. Yeah, even I just remember even season two mm-hmm. after ours was like night and day. It yeah. was like so different, right? Yeah. And then I feel like three and four calmed down a little bit. Yeah, like they were almost like kind of low key. Were they boring? A little? I, I th- and I don't know I, if there was as many I feel viewers. Bad like what are the saying? What are the stats? Like, they're not good. Yeah, well, they're just the stats aren't as good. I don't yeah. feel like it was as much hype. No facts, they're not as good. And well, to be honest, like more reality shows came out too. Yeah. Like that took over. Now Netflix has way more reality shows, yep. which are obviously going to get more publicity. Yeah, too hot to handle. Like those things are going to just handle survive. They're just going to overpower something like Temptation Island because yeah. people want to see hot, sexy singles. Yeah. And I think it's good that Temptation Island is switching it up to make it like they need to be able to compete with these other shows. Yeah, to make it drama. We're falling we're falling behind. Because if you <laughs> if we're being honest. If you go back to season one, like ours seemed so innocent. Okay. That is what I want to talk about too. I still want to talk about the last little change that was on season five, but while we're on this. So you guys, we watched season five, the episode one last night. No, like earlier in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And then we watched our season. You guys, the difference between season five and our season, even just like the first half of our season, is so insane. Well, you know It's so wild to it's see. It's just different. And like you can see the things Temptation Island like trial and error yeah with that did not work oh like our necklaces that we got on the first were moon. so there was just some things they did on our season that the, it was like clearly that wasn't sticky enough yeah the viewers didn't like it the cast didn't like it and yeah. it didn't work so now it's like obviously they're on season five they have a lot more our data. outfits okay one thing that we we both noticed is like us as girlfriends they were very particular about about what we had to wear okay like every morning they would come into our room we would Do give it. them like three different options and then they would always pick like the most innocent girly fucking option okay and it was annoying as hell so the four of us would always be in like a sundress and like bright colors and like flats you know (laughs) and then they would put which is like in real life none of us dress like that okay none of us and then they would put the single girls in these like smoking hot like leather skirts like see-through tops black high heels and it was like bullshit like i didn't fucking hated that watching the season like i I like 
I don't know. I liked having a good little rep there. Like I, mean, <laughs> I like they made us I look like, like very angels. Innocent, and I was like, you we know did. What? I like it, but we did. It's you could tell. Different. Yeah, the difference between the single girls and us was like drastic, and I didn't really realize how drastic it was until we rewatched the season. Yeah. And then watching season five, it's like everyone is just dressing like hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And you know? It's more, there's more, like, diversity. There's yeah. more creativity. They let people, like, it seems like they let people, like, express themselves a yeah. little bit more throughout the seasons. Like, even season two. Yeah. Like, after our season, I feel like there was a, a shift. Yeah. In terms of letting people, like, express their creativity a little yeah. bit more. Okay. Other, ch- two other changes I want to talk about for season five. I like there's less singles. So there's only oh. eight single girls and eight single guys. And the game changer. Big game changer. Game changer. So there's like pros and cons to it though because – You don't have as many options. Yep, because you have to keep in mind there's four girls, okay, and there's only eight guys. So that is – there's not as many options. And they cast the singles based on what the couple's like. Exactly. So, for example, if there's four women and there's eight guys, there's only probably two of them that were handpicked for you. Yep. So now you only have two people to pick from instead yep. of eight. Exactly. Because, like, the other six are not going to be your type. Yes. Two of them are your type. Now you have to figure out if you even like them. So it's just, like, it's a forceful game of, like, okay, I probably wouldn't even be interested in this person in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's kind of like, okay, but they're your type, so maybe there's things you can pick their brain on. Yeah. And just figure Plus, out Plus, like, the way. production, they it's not even just based on looks. Like, they literally, like, psychologically match you up. So, yeah, your personality yeah, is what you're looking for. Yes. They, remember they asked us, like, who's your celebrity crush? Yep. What are you looking for? What do you value? What do you... What, do you, what does your partner not have that you wish that there was? It's yep. like... And then okay. they cast someone that fits... It checks all those boxes. Yeah, so when people... Even when people have been reaching out to us the last few years of, like, oh, I was going to interview for Temptation Island. What are your thoughts? And I'm like... Well, I have a lot of thoughts, first of all. <laughs> a lot of thoughts. <laughs> and two, like, you know, it's not really about it necessarily being you being casted. It's more of, like, are you a good fit for the other people that are on the show? Yeah. So if somebody does, like, have an interview with Temptation Island and they don't get casted, I'm like, you probably just weren't a good fit for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, don't take it personally yeah, it's, at all. It's probably not you. Maybe you would have been great, but you you don't match the couples. Yeah. And the couples are harder to pick than the singles. Yeah. Because what they do is they cast the couples first, so they want all the couples to have very different stories stories and they all want the couples to want different types of people they also need the couples to be able to vibe and make good television together so then they cast the couples first and then they like cast the singles based on which couples got cast so Mm. yeah you shouldn't ever think like oh like why didn't i get guiding why didn't i get cast it's literally like you have to match and like psychologically and physically and romantically match up and be able to make good television with the couples that already cast right right yeah it's crazy but yeah, there's only eight, which is like pros. We finally get to know all the singles because in the past yeah, there's, there's singles. Many. That, there's literally singles that you don't even like. They're never on the show. Yeah, they never are aired. You literally don't even know. You're like, who is that? Which is kind of sad and, and funny. It just is like overwhelming. Like as a couple, yeah. you feel like oh, there's twelve people. Like it's even more pressure. Yeah, and I, I mean, like okay, we're saying oh, there's more options, but I think at the end of the day, when these people come into it, they really want their relationship to work. Yeah. But um, it's just so in the beginning, they're not thinking, oh, I want a lot of like they don't care about the options, really. I don't think like as the couples. So they don't have that perspective on it of like, oh, there's less. Yeah. So it's not as overwhelming. Yeah. Because I remember when we met the 12 guys, it was so overwhelming having 12 guys just like surrounding us. And, like, everyone talking to us at the same time. I feel like you were a little more prepared for Temptation Island than me. Like, yeah. you knew, you were like, we're here, we're ready to go on dates. Yeah. Like, I know what we're getting into. And I was like, 
what the fuck <laughs> she is this? was i was she like was. what did i sign up for you were so different than you are now i was like a mute yeah and, uh, it was so interesting was to rewatch it it was a lot so, also, with the singles on season five, there's no cheesy, like, lineup. Oh, Every God. I know, it's the worst. Walk up, say your name, your age, and some weird pickup line. Like, thank God. But, I like this new concept. Yeah, true. But I, I'm like, at this point, I don't even know. You know, you don't know who they... We didn't get to see them all yet. Like, well, they did, like... the cocktail hour, right? They did those, like, during the cocktail hour, they did the little snippets where it was, like, a confessional interview instead. Oh. You know, where it was like, hi, my name's Casey, like, I'm a hopeless romantic, I'm 33. And it was, like, a cute... <laughs> it was more, like, personal, like, confessional, yeah. instead of, like, game show vibe, you know? Yeah. Which I kind of liked. But, yeah, you're right. It was a little bit harder to get to know them that way. Yeah. It's more organic. Yeah, this is, yeah, 100%. So we didn't t- see this in season five yet because there's only been one episode, but we did see it in, like, the Instagram, like, little trailers and teasers. What do you think about the fucking light that lights up every time someone hooks up? Because I have strong opinions on it. I just and I know like you do, too. It's from Too Hot to Handle, right? It's embarrassing. Why it's are we, co- embarrassing. Why like, are why we, are we copying, copying other shows? Yeah. You know, like, I get it. Like, we want more drama. And, like, yeah, it's going to – I'm sure it's going to be dramatic when yeah. it's lighting up. And, like, you're like, oh, shit, like, someone's hooking up. But it's like, why are we copying? Like, it's so maybe embarrassing it's different. Maybe it, Maybe it, it lights up for a different reason. Either no, way, it lights up when people hook up. Oh, yeah, that's trash. I think um, – <laughs> She said, oh, yeah, that's trash. They just – like, that's so not creative. Like, this no. is why you're not going to have more viewers. I mean, I don't know the the data, but at the same time, like, let's do something different and new. Yeah. No, I, I hate that they're copying Too Hot to Handle. Um, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, we needed to hire people like, to come the, up with better ideas than At the same that. time, like, you know, replicate replicate things in life that do work. It's like a best practice, right? Yeah. Like, we know it worked on this show, so we're going to integrate it into our show, but at least do it in a different way. In your own way. Not Make it your own. Light. Not plagiarize, like, a plagiarize. whole other show. Like, yeah, like, I, didn't, I don't like that. I like the concept. I, I respect what they're trying to do, but I immediately was like, dude, it's too hot to handle. Yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I just think it. They should have done something different, a different yeah. in a creative way. But we'll see what happens. With yeah, this. we'll see. Okay, anything else about season five before? Do, oh, do we have any hope for the couples? Both of us said no. No, because we've been through it, and I just think right no, away yeah. we just are like, mm. there's no way any of these couples are making it. I would be shocked. I think the only one that I said maybe would be um, Caitlin and Hall. Yeah, which even them though, because I the, don't think they're gonna make it. But no, I just, because she's she's not even making wedding plans. She knows in her heart he's not the right guy. I think for anyone to actually stay together on Temptation Island, you need to have a full transformation within yourself because there's mm-hmm. a reason your relationship wasn't working. Yep, and it's really hard to have that full transformation on the show when you're really only filming for a month. Yeah. And maybe you just start to tap into what you need to change. But that work is going to take years. Yeah. It's just like the real world. Like going to therapy, working with your partner on problems you have, and fixing it to create a new cycle and dynamic between each other. That shit doesn't happen overnight. You can't just be like, oh, this is the issue and I'm going to change. No, you have to change all your behaviors, Mm -hmm. all your habits. You have to go back home and see if it works. So it's just like... And you have to put that into practice for years and become that new person. It's not really like a realistic thing to be like, but maybe like... I think it's possible for people to identify and realize 
what they need to change. What they need to work on. And decide if they want to shift from there. So it's like, okay, you haven't fixed your relationship at all probably because you haven't even been with each other since the first day of filming. Yeah. But you are more self-aware and you want to invest that self-awareness into your partner versus someone else. I just don't see any of these couples doing that personally. Yeah, I think it's too early to tell. But I I don't see it either, but I also are viewpoint on temptation island we're very a just little different we're, yeah we're just like not optimistic yeah <laughs> we know no, what it's, it's like <laughs> all right even it's like have any of the couples even stayed together since the last five seasons like the last four seasons so i think the only people that are still together from our season is obviously shari and javen right are they married no okay so i'm just saying people are still working on their shit yeah and then who else? And then season two, nobody's together. Okay. Season three, um, Kristen and Julian are the only success story. They're married and happy and healthy and like have a business together. But they were they were the they're like the exception of the rule. Like I don't know if you watch season three. Yeah. They're actually slightly I, remember. I could get the chills. Like their their engagement and everything. I was it tears. Like yeah. they're it's like real love. Yeah. Like, sh- it was actually shocking. Yeah. So they're, like, maybe the 0.01% of TI success stories. Yeah. I mean, Shari and Javen are still together, too. Yeah, but, like, they, th- I'm just saying as, like, marriage, yeah. you know? What, are, what about four? And Same then four, um, is anyone still together? Oh, God, who are even the couples? No, I don't think anyone's together. Yeah. Oh, season three, I think Chelsea and Tom are still together, but they're oh. not, like, married or engaged or anything, but I think they're still together. Yeah. So, you guys, the success rate is not high, is basically what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> not high. And I don't think maybe, again, to our point, they don't need to be married because maybe yeah. they don't even, maybe that's not even their goal. Yeah. Who knows in this world? Like, yeah. people don't even want marriage anymore. A so, social, it's a social experiment. That's yeah. what they said in our yeah. contracts. I also think, though, too, like what we were saying earlier, if you sign up for TI, because it's like a long process, you guys. It's not just like you get on it. If you sign up, like, I feel like, you not only need to do, you know that you need to work on yourself, but you also just like your relationship as well. It's just the whole thing's a mess. You're a mess and your relationship is a mess. Yeah, you have to do like what, what are you, what other tests you have to do? You have to do a bunch of tests. You have to do you an know. IQ test. Yeah. You have to do like a psych test and it's like fucking 564 questions. Remember that yeah. thing? And they even tell you, they're like, if you, you have to answer honestly, it's basically like multiple choice and whatever like your first instinct is, is what you're supposed to bubble in. And they said, if you like try to pick like the right answer, they'll be able to tell and you'll have to retake. Do you remember this? Yeah. You have to like retake the whole thing. So yeah, it was like a, like a resume, like a IQ test, a psych test, a medical evaluation, a psych eval. A health test. Yeah. We had to get like our blood drawn, an EKG std testing it was crazy it was a lot yeah i knew i knew we got picked because as soon as we we is evans crazy well not even (laughs) just that not even just that but i knew because as soon as we finished the 564 questions and we did like our interview upstairs we came back down and before we we were even able to sit they were like you guys are going up to your medical evaluation and they were like drawing our blood within five minutes and i was like okay we're on the show like there's no way they're taking my blood right now and we're not on it yeah crazy i don't remember so long ago so long ago um okay so i think that kind of covers season five mark is still hosting yeah (laughs) i miss mark (laughs) little marky um he's like our dad Okay, so let's talk about our season, watching it as, like, who we are today. 
you guys, for me personally, this is my second time watching it since since it aired in real time because I had to watch it for It's Tempting. And I was very open about, I was very nervous about it. I was like, I don't, I don't want to get like PTSD again. Like, I don't know how I'm going to act. Like, am I really healed? But the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, I'm totally fine. And like, I'm healed. But like, it was so cringe, you guys. And then watching it again last night with Nicole, I was like, I'm dying at some of the shit that I said. Yeah, I know. Dying. I just said, like, the difference between watching it when it aired versus now is I, like, truly feel like a viewer. Yeah. And I can Like a see, third party. Yeah, Removed. Like a, yeah, third party. Like, I can look at my old self and be like, whoa, I was really like that. Yeah. And I can look at everyone else because we know everyone else now. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you can see how much they grew. Yeah. You can see, like, it's just crazy because you're looking at it from outside the box now. Whereas before yeah. it was like, we were just too close to it. We didn't yeah. know the first time we ever watched it when it aired, like, we didn't know what they were going to actually show on TV, right? Yeah. So it was like us experience the exp- – like we had the experience at the same time they were airing it. Yeah. And then we were like, what are they going to show? Yeah. Um, but now it's like, okay, well, I, I it's kind of sad to look back and be like, damn, I wasn't really it like is. that. No, it's hard because um, like watching both of us – and I'm, I feel like I'm worse than you, but like just like the self-love, like we – just did not love ourselves man and we just the standards i just remember yeah i remember being so scared to like even speak my mind yeah and i was already like that in my relationship like i was scared to speak my mind because it would always be an argument with my boyfriend yeah because like i said he was trying to put his thumb on me to control me in terms of like how to live my life yeah and so when i was on tv i was like i just don't even know what i want to speak out loud like i was paranoid from the cameras like yeah i just was a mute i feel like and every time they would like I'm rewatching these scenes of myself and I just remember being like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like I would just keep all my thoughts internalized. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, one, share it with the world. Mm-hmm. But then two, I was still trying to like figure it out at the same time. Yeah. I remember like when I first met you, well, we were at the same like final casting in LA. So I remember seeing you there and it, you were like intimidating and like quiet. And I like- Everyone t- always says that. Yeah. Why? It, I, because I am not- Because you're like just a, quiet and reserved. You just like mind your own business. Even a guy the other night, he's like, I've been waiting- like. We met, like, technically yeah. two years ago online. You don't seem that excited to meet me. I'm like, well, who are you? I'm not just going to share all my energy yeah. with you right away. I got to protect my energy, see who you are, yeah. and then decide if I want to share my energy with you. Yeah. And so I feel like I was definitely, like, that's why people think I'm intimidating. I'm like, no, it's not no. that. I just, like, who are you? Yeah, What exactly. are you about? Like, are you going to talk shit about me? Do you have my best interest? If yeah. you don't, like, I'm not about to sit here and tell you, tell you much everything. about my life. Yeah. He even asked me, he, like, whispered in my ear. He's like, is Nicole okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't know what he's talking about because now I know her super well. Who, Evan? Um, no, the guy that we were with the other night. Oh, yeah. He, like, asked me and I was like, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, she just seems like something's off. I was like, no, like, she's fine. I promise. And like, I was like, just, like, in the moment. <laughs> I was like, what, you think I'm standoffish? Yeah. She's like, no, it's not that. I'm like, look. You just don't know my personality. Yeah, that's what I told him too. And, I was like, you just don't know her. And I'm like, so once he, once I told him that, he's like, okay, like I get it. But I'm like, yeah, don't, don't try to put me in a box. I'll tell you that. Like you just, I haven't opened up to you. Yeah. Yet. I love, but I respect that about you. Yeah. And I've got, I feel like I've gotten better about that since we've been friends. Cause I used to be really bad about that shit yeah. when I, we first met, which we'll talk into. That's one of our questions in Q and A, like oh, first okay. impressions, like what we were like and then how we are now. Ooh. But yeah, I remember like seeing you at the casting and I was like intimidated and then the first few days of filming with you you were well you were also really sick 
Oh god, so sick, you guys. She had like like the flu, right? I was so sick, and they were like, "Oh, it'll probably pass in a few days." Yeah. I'm like, I literally cannot speak. So the first it was epi- bad. The first episode in a half. I was just like a mute, and yeah. I was drinking tea in one of the. She episodes. was dink. Yeah, she, she was drinking tea like nonstop, and she was pale, and like you could just tell, like you were not. My voice was it. raspy. Yeah. I was just like, this is so miserable, and, and so like even yesterday when we were watching the seasons or the episodes, what did we watch? Like four or five of them. I think we watched five episodes, and so I was like, wow, I I look way better throughout. Yeah, the first episode I looked like so tired yeah. and quiet, and then it's like as the episodes went on, I feel like I looked better i looked cuter my outfits yeah. are i was more put together because you were sick the, yeah. you were really sick too so even I, I could tell i didn't even know you well and i was like worried about you i remember i was like oh i felt so bad because we were like filming 14 hour days 16 hour days yeah. not getting food stuck in cars and i remember i don't even know this girl but i i remember i was like worried about you i was like god that sucks yeah so i mean Besides being sick, I just, I see how much I've transformed from then till now. And like I said, I think the biggest thing for me is like, I was always afraid to speak my mind, Mm -hmm. which is so ironic and funny because this is just how I know I put in so much work for myself because the last few weeks since I've left LA, like I was in Chicago for a week and I've been in Florida and people are like, how are you so like confident? Like you just come in here and like you talk about your life and you're doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, you know, I wasn't always like this. Like it took to go through an experience of like, not having any self-worth, which is funny because I had so much self-worth before that relationship. But uh, being yeah. in a toxic relationship, it's crazy to just see how much it can bring you down yeah. and make you lose yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that happens to a lot of people go through this experience, especially when they're younger. Yeah. And some people never get out of it, which is really sad. And people are in mm-hmm. really sad marriages for mm-hmm. a lot of their life. And then they get divorced at 50 and then they're like starting their life then. Yeah. So I'm grateful that we went there because I feel like I realized so much, but it's still really sad to see that yeah I was so dependent on like trying to protect my partner Carl Mm -hmm. and just trying to abide by his rules of life instead of living my own life yeah no I I hate I I'm not gonna lie I like hate watching myself on TI like I always get like DMs and like oh like I love you so much like da 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 and I'm like dude I'm like not a good version of myself it's not a true version of myself now but it was no but like the thing is like because you met me at that time my like friends and my like my friends that I grew up with and like my family they knew what I was like before Evan really like took hold of me and like I was always like so like almost like overly confident where the, it was like my mom and dad would be like, Casey, you're coming off like arrogant. Like you need to like tone it down. Okay, Miss Cheerleader. Exactly. <laughs> I was like captain, cheer captain, like just like front center, like so confident. And then like Evan got into my life and then over time I turned into T.I. Casey. Mm. And like it's like so cringe. Like the shit that I'm saying, I'm just like what in the fuck like why isn't someone telling me to shut the fuck up like it's because it made for great television it made for great you television, had the but best storyline it is so cringe the shit that i'm saying on that show and i yeah. literally had zero love mm. for myself no confidence like everything everything about me and who i am was like gone you were trying to like take it back like you're like oh no I gotta say yeah. this like we weren't actually that bad you were falling back into the narcissist trap I was blaming myself for everything all his actions Which and everything he did narcissists make you do 100% but you were falling into that trap after like the yeah. first episode after the first bonfire immediately immediately you were like yep. it's my fault yep. I shouldn't have done it it wasn't I was that blaming bad. my family it wasn't that bad and it's just so sad because 
once you learn about narcissism, yeah. it's so easy to spot it. And yep. it's sad that like we dealt with it a little bit. Yep. Um, and Carl and Evan yeah. had a lot of like similar traits yeah. in that regard, but I don't, I think Evan just wasn't afraid to show it at all. No, dude. But, I think, I think Evan and Carl have a lot of similarities, especially cause me and you have talked like personally in depth, but I feel like Evan like churned it up a notch. <laughs> yeah. A or lot. I think he's more on like maybe the psychotic a sociopath. Yeah. Sociopath. <laughs> Again, I have to say this every episode. No one here is doctors. Not diagnosing anyone. This is based on our personal experience and our <laughs> truth. But no, like facts. Like I feel like yeah. Carl's like narcissistic tendencies and personality traits. Evan is like sociopath. Yeah. Next they're, level. They're different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I actually ran into Carl the other week, and it's kind of crazy because I was like, "Wow, that's the first time I see yeah. him since we broke up." And it was like, fine. You guys were like civil. No, yeah, and you was, just like acknowledged each other and did your thing. Yeah, we just said like waved. But it yeah. was just like, you know, I think he has a good heart, but he battles back yeah. and forth with the trauma yeah. he's been through. And so, unfortunately, trauma that's not dealt with turns mm-hmm. into ego, narcissistic yep. behavior, controlling, yep. manipulation. And if you don't work through that trauma, it it's going to... takes you over. Well, yeah, it takes you over and it has you delivering these things that you don't even realize you're doing to yeah. people. Yeah. And it's really sad because there's too many people that do that. And that's why I feel like both of us preach therapy so much because mm-hmm. it's not really about like... It's, it's like you do have trauma. We all have trauma. Yeah. But like the people that really, really go through shit through childhood, mm-hmm. you need to work through that. And yeah. I know Carl went through a lot. So yeah. it was just Same like... Same with Evan. It was just like, yeah, unfortunately... Maybe you you just didn't have people that pushed you in that direction mm-hmm. to go to therapy, and I I do feel like obviously it's more it's looked at with a positive outlook now versus yeah. like generations before like my family. And yeah, therapy is like a very like even now there's still taboo on like mental illness and therapy, and we talk yeah. about it so much, but we're finally like killing that. But especially for men too. Oh God. Especially men like Carl and Evan that are like alpha males, like ripped, tall. You know, like. No, dude, like, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to therapy. Like, it's, like, taboo. It's so funny. It's so unfortunate, though. Well, even when I meet guys now, I ask them about therapy. Yeah. And it's, like, I feel like some men I meet are, like, yeah, I've been to therapy. I go to therapy. I, which is also funny because my therapist tells me just because people say they go to therapy doesn't mean they're working through their shit. Yeah, um, 100%. But then there's other guys I meet still to this day that are, like, no, like, I've thought about it, but, like, I've never gone. And I yeah. don't know if I would go. And I'm, like, yeah. all right, well, that's a red flag in my brain because yeah. – just it tells me you're not open-minded enough to just give it a try yeah plus like i think like just as a generation and a society and like women we gotta like encourage men to go to therapy totally i that's why i try to like post stuff on my instagram stories and stuff like i think it was just like men's like mental health awareness like month or week or something like we just got to get better about encouraging them like it doesn't mean you're any less of a man like i think it's sexy like truly like i think it's amazing if you're like if you know you have shit to work through and you have trauma and you're like i'm gonna go to therapy and i'm gonna really like work on myself and get through this like that's hot and yeah. I think the more women that like say that it's gonna help make it easier for men to do that because that's what happened to Carl and Evan both they just yeah. never worked on themselves because both of them went through serious shit and tragedy and trauma and like I understand it and I have empathy and I feel for it but it's like 
lots of people go through horrible things and you have to work on yourself and go to therapy and fix that so you don't project that shit and start harming and hurting other people. Yeah, and I know there's other mechanisms like other than therapy, but it's like it's just like life and being successful, right? Like you can find a certain approach that maybe you're trying over and over and over, but if it's not working, it's not the right like yeah. mechanism for you. And so yeah. maybe you have your own healing pattern or like your own healing process and way you do things like going to the gym and working out. Like, I feel like I hear people talk about this stuff and I'm like, yeah, but are you actually digging deep? Yeah. You need someone to pry you open need this more. shit. Like, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I feel like Carl had a lot of his own ways of doing things like praying and yeah. reading and like stuff like that. Like, I will say he was working on it, but it was like, I don't feel like it was in the most effective way. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, any like a lot of people in this world, I don't feel like people are always doing things in an effective way. And it's yeah. like, well, is this actually helping you transform and change? If not, you probably need to figure out something else that's like a better fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And just being with the wrong people, you guys, it will really fuck up your life. <laughs> like, I'm just so glad that we are where we are because yeah. we, our self-worth was so low. Negative. So low. And like we lost ourselves. We didn't yep. prioritize ourselves. We didn't know like the direction we were going. We were nope. always just putting them in front of our own needs. Yeah, always. And that's why now like the way I'm living and moving, it's like, it's a me era. Like it's a, it's like a selfish it's era. It's me first. I'm selfish as fuck right now. And honestly, I'm unapologetic about it because well, I know what it's like when I wasn't like that. And it's like, sorry, like it's me number one. I'm sorry. Well, it is. But also I think being open, like I said earlier, like in alignment to you. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm in a selfish era, but I'm also willing to share my energy yeah. with people that are a good fit for me. Yes. I'm not being closed off. Like I think when we came off Temptation Island, we were both very, very closed off Very. because of like just the healing process. Yeah. And I feel like I was like that for a while. I and was then, like that for like two years. Yeah. It was a yeah. while. And then now it's like, no, I mean, I'm going to put myself first and whoever acts in alignment or can add value to that. Yeah. That's who I'm going to invest my time in. Yeah. That's one thing my dad has, like, been worried about with me. He's like, I feel like you're too closed off and, like, you're not giving people chances. And it's like, I hear that because I was like that the first even, two years. Even a year ago. Like, you and yeah. I were even more like that than now. I feel yeah. Like we're, we're different now than yeah. we were a year ago. And that's what I told him. It's like, I, I am closed off and I do have standards, but, like, exactly what you just said. If someone comes along, like, I'm going to give people a chance. Like, if you come to me and you are in alignment with what I want to do, and I feel good and I feel like you're gonna keep my peace and like safe. level oh be on my level and keep me safe yeah. I'm gonna give you a solid chance like yeah. there are guys there are men since TI that I've given a chance and they've let me down yeah, and like I wanted I wanted that with them you know so it's I'm not closed off it's just I'm waiting for the right person that feels right you just gotta be careful and yeah you gotta be slow. so careful my therapist told me when you think you're going slow with somebody go even slower. go slower because it's like every time, even when we do let our guard down and somebody enters in yeah. and it's not it, it's like, well, you were you moved too fast. Yeah. You got your hopes up way too soon because yep. it was somebody that was giving you, and you a slight. You felt like it was like, oh, this is different. And then yeah, you're like, go zero different. to 100. And yeah. I struggle with that. So I have to be very careful and I have well, to like get slow and steady. Yeah. I think I've learned that even through, because I've only been single for two years. Yeah. And the first year was definitely a healing year, mm -hmm. pretty much. And then after that, it was like I was exploring all these different things about like having too strong, like being too closed off and yeah. then like being too like, oh, my God, this person is different and being all in. It's like yeah. I, it's a delicate balance. It's a balance of, you know, yourself and then figuring out who's going to add value. I like can't say it any other yeah. way. And plus, I know it sounds so cliche and I say it all the time, but I really preach like listening to your gut. Like I'm yeah. I'm so like I listen to what feels right. Part of. 
Yeah. Part of hearing that. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Crazy. Um, okay, anything else that we're going to say about our season? I'm sure more is going to come Questions. up in the Q&A. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's... So now, you guys, we're going to go into a little Q&A. Mm-hmm. because we do have some questions. So I'm going to start it out light, and then we're going to get into, like, the harder ones because we do have some interesting ones. So first off, is Nicole thinking about moving to South Florida with you? So I think we already addressed that. I'm kind of moving here nomad life for the summer, checking it out. I haven't committed yet. Her family's here. We're both the, the nomad life, right? We're, you're about to go to Europe, so no, you didn't move to South Florida. But, like, we're, we don't really have, like, a permanent location or a permanent address, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the answer? I'm just moving to act in alignment with what I want to do. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to land. I'm going to Europe for the summer. I'm like, yep. I might just end up over there. Maybe I'll live in a different country for a few years. Yeah. We also talked about going to New York for my birthday in October. It's going to yeah. be my first time. I mean, I know in terms of being in South Florida, like my family is migrating down here yeah. from the Midwest. So I want to have a residence in mm-hmm. like Miami, Fort Lauderdale area yeah. within the next like few years. Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to always be coming back and forth here because my family is here. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not like pulling the trigger yet. And I'm so close with my family and like my best friend Carly's back home. So and my niece. But like, I think even I talked with you. I like love it here. Yeah. This bitch moves down to Florida in summer, which is the worst. The worst worst season to move here. And I mean, I'm here too right now and it's so hot. It's so hot. It's so humid. Getting heat exhaustion. I'm like, okay, so technically you just can't really go outside. No. People are like, oh, are you getting tan in Florida? I'm like, are you kidding me? We can't. We can't lay out by the pool. Like I was was (laughs) telling my brothers the other day, it's like. It's like poison. Like you're outside, you're out yeah. there for 30 minutes. The first 10, 15 minutes are okay. And then at like 20, 25, 30 minutes, you just, you start slowly dying and feeling yeah. like you're getting poisoned because you're so hot yep. that I get sleepy. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well now I'm not productive because I'm tired yeah. because of the heat. And it's just like, yeah, we definitely understand why people that are from South Florida, like go to like the Hamptons or like Pennsylvania or like other areas like during the summer because it's freaking hot as hell. But, but I, but I love it here. Like I yeah, really it's a snowbird state. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I might be like a bi coastal girl, honestly. I might do yeah. like six months in LA. Six. Like, I might spend the summer in LA when it's crazy hot here and humid. And then I might be here. Can I just say, this is the best part about getting older because you can like really do whatever you want because you whatever have the money. The hell you you want. have the money to provide for yourself. Yeah. And you can literally just like move around. And especially yeah. now with like digital marketing and social media and whatever you, you can literally run operations online like your businesses can be online so you have more flexibility which i think is just such a beautiful thing like it's amazing damn covid really happened for a reason like it really like it transformed the whole world in terms of having to be more online like telehealth yeah everything and it's like you think about all the things that have happened in the past in the world and it's like there's always a purpose for it for why the world transformed into like a new era yeah covid taught us that you can live and thrive from online yeah. Which is crazy. That was a wild time. Yeah. Okay. Let's really quickly, and we discussed if we were going to talk about this or not. A lot of people, and I get DMs, comments nonstop personally, and I know you get them too. I don't know if you get them as much as me, but people want to know, are you and Shari still friends? And if not, how come? Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. I just haven't talked to Shari in years, so that's it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like, one, it was a lot of effort for all of us to stay close yeah. after Temptation Island. We did go on a lot of trips and did a lot of stuff, but I think we all kind of knew that was probably going to fade out mm-hmm. eventually because 
One was in Dallas. I was in Chicago. Like you guys were in LA. It was yeah. like always traveling and well, trips. even at the time she wasn't even LA in LA. She's in San Fran, which is yeah. like six and a half hours away. So I feel like we did that for like a full year, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, where we were traveling and getting together and doing all this stuff, and then we started doing it as couples. Like yeah, then you were the only single one. I was single. But and Katie had a new boyfriend. Shar yeah. and Javen were there. I was back with Carl, and then it was you. And so yeah. like, I just feel like it. You just knew up front, like, okay, this is a moment and these are memories. And, it's and like they were amazing a, moments yeah. and amazing memories. Like, it was we like had a, fun together. A stage in life, but you knew it wasn't probably going to last forever. forever. But, I mean, you and Katie and I hang out so much more now because we all live in the same area. Yeah. And I think Shari lives in L.A. too. Yeah. But we just didn't stay in touch with her. So yeah. I feel like there could be opportunity. Personally, I feel like there could be opportunity for us to reconnect with Shari. I just wasn't there I wasn't in LA long enough, I feel like, to really explore that. Yeah. But maybe when I come back in the fall, I will reach out to her. But it's not, I don't feel like it's really anything personal. I think about this with anyone in my life. Like, they're not in my life anymore for a reason because maybe we grew apart, which is totally okay. Yeah. I have other friends I've grown apart with. And I just really, at this point in my life, try to look back and look at positive memories for what it was. Like, take it for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me personally, and I don't want to get like too into it, mine is a little bit different and I feel like a little bit more personal, but I just think that Reader's Digest version, I just think we grew apart, you know? Like I think we both grew in different directions. I haven't heard from her in literally years. Um, I have no like ill will or hard feelings at all. Like if she reached out to me and wanted to have a conversation, I would be open to it. And I wish her the best. And yeah, I just think we grew in different directions. And I literally haven't heard from her since. Well, yeah. Years. I mean, let's be honest, though. Like, we didn't talk to... All of us kind of fell out. Like, we didn't we, the, we didn't talk to Katie for a little bit because she was also in Dallas. But yeah. then Katie and I moved to L.A. the same... Which was the, so weird. Because me week. and Nicole stayed in touch really kind of the whole time. But we didn't talk to Katie for a long time either. And then you were moving to L.A. And then you told me, you were like, you know what? Katie's moving the same time. Would you be open to seeing Katie? Yeah. And then we just all kind of hung out and we were vibing again. It was like a new era. It was literally and it was almost like a different relationship. Because a very different. Katie like literally is night and day a different She's person. a different human. I think we all are, though. Yeah. We're all different. Yeah. But I think just not seeing her in so long and then seeing like how She's she is grown now. so much. Like, I'm so proud of her. Yeah, but it's like, I think, you know, life happens in a interesting way and it's meant for you. Like, whatever yeah. happens in your life is meant for you. So the fact that we all reunited in L.A., like, yeah. of course it's easier for us to hang out and stay in touch now because we all lived there. Yeah. And, like, we could do things yeah. together. Um, but, th- yeah, before it was like we all lived in different areas of the country. Of yep. course we're not going to, like, be able to sustain that. Yeah, it's hard. So, yeah, I think that's kind of it. Anything else? On just that topic, yeah, I feel like that yeah, we just I it. feel like we grew apart, but like I just feel like life um, re-enter like people re-enter your life for yeah. certain reasons, and if that was to happen, like maybe it will, maybe yeah. it won't. But again, acting in alignment with just kind of whatever happens and what your gut tells you is, I feel like all you can really do. Facts, love it all. Okay, let's talk what happened with Carl. Um, especially because everyone knows they broke up on the show. They were apart for a little bit and then you guys got together for kind of a while. We were going on vacations together and then they broke up again. I think the reason we didn't stay broken up after Temptation Island is because like I really struggled with knowing if we broke up because of our own issues or if it was because of reality TV and the social media pressure because I had never experienced something like that. Like so much social media pressure. Like people kept saying like for me... And Carl, I feel like 
our storyline was like the most subtle. Yeah. That was aired. And so a hundred percent. So people kind of were like, what happened? Like, why aren't you guys together? Like it was just a lot of people back and forth on the storyline. Yeah. And that got in my head a little bit because people were like, oh, like you got back with your ex. So that makes me feel like I can get back with my ex. Yeah. The other side of the people were like, oh my God, you found so much like empowerment and self-worth in yourself. Like I aspire yeah. to be that, which looking back, that was actually the reality. Yeah. But I think the other part of the social media pressure of like, oh, well, you guys seem so good together. You guys work out together. Like it didn't seem like you had any issues. Yeah. Are you sure you want to break up? And then people, when we did start hanging out, people were like, you know, oh, I can get back with my ex. This it's shows like that happily ever this after. shows that true love is yeah. still a thing. So that stuff did get in my head for a while, but I think I just needed to go through my own experience of like really closing that chapter with Carl. Yeah. And when we got back together for like a year, I just realized all the same kind of issues. I will say we worked on our issues a little bit better when we got back together the second time, but yeah. it it still wasn't full force. And I don't think like personally he could ever get over the Temptation Island experience. Yeah, no. And there was just too much trauma. And after we broke up the second time, I went immediately into therapy like the next Monday after we broke up. Like yeah. literally the next Monday after we broke up, I went to therapy. I invited Carl to go to therapy with me. He went to one session. He said he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Our therapist was like, you know, you got to cut alcohol out if you guys want to try to work on this. And he's like, well, I can do that, but I don't want to because it's yeah. summer. And I'm like, okay, so you're prioritizing the, all these toxic, yeah, toxic traits over wanting to work on us. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's it. It just got to the point where it was like, you know, naturally, as people probably imagined, he was cheating. So it was yeah. like, um, you know, it happened again. I was like, okay, clearly we need to break up now because yeah. this shit's happened for far too many years. And I had hope that it would change. And I thought we were like investing to change this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, never again. You don't give people a second chance that have cheated. Yeah. Like, no. Especially more than once. I don't know. Maybe there's people out there where it's happened once. I like, don't think I so. I just think if you have inclinations that somebody's cheating or entertaining or mm -hmm. not giving you their full attention and not literally giving you their 100%, if it's not 100%, I don't want to do it. Yeah. No. And so I just realized when we got back together that that like wow it actually was all those it, it just validated that everything was not supposed to be together and we had a lot of fun together like yeah you know when we would go on trips and no stuff. you guys had so much fun together and even as like a third party and like a viewer and like I had like kind of a front row seat to like <laughs> all of it yeah I remember when you guys got back together and at first I was a little bit hesitant about it I yeah. was like I don't know about this but then we like had our trip in LA in December and that was a vibe and then we did our ski trip and you guys did seem like happy and different and fun and I enjoyed being with you guys. We just were feeding each other's toxic traits. Yes. And making them worse. Like yeah. it was like going into a really bad spiral. But that's a toxic relationship. Yeah. So it's just that I think it ran its course. Unfortunately, I wish it wouldn't have been five and a half years. But yeah. sometimes it takes that long. Sometimes it takes 10 yeah. years. Um, I'm just so grateful that like I actually probably needed to explore it again to close the chapter. That's kind of what I was going to say is I think with our season – it particularly like the other seasons like yeah like you guys like you're gonna get some like social media stuff okay but like our season I don't think people really understand like how real it was how insane and real and the amount of like social media and just like public pressure from just like fans and the world like it was a lot 
and like you guys kind of didn't have like a hard set closure on the show I also, and then you had so many like like what you just said like social media and like people in your dms and it was just it was a social lot. media was also different <laughs> back in 2019 than yeah. it is now like it's everyone's on social media now it's a yeah. very saturated market yeah. everyone has businesses on there so like these people that come on there now they can have a whole strategy aligned around their business yeah and i remember when people told me that when we went on but i was like are you kidding me i'm going through something so traumatic Dude, i, I like don't even 1500 followers and i was literally I can't even think trauma about it. but yeah. i just think like back then like people weren't as used to social media stuff yeah we don't even know how to navigate it if a normal person like if my mom or brother was on a you know, social media now, they would understand like, oh, there's bots on your page that just yeah. say crazy shit because that's social yeah. media now and everyone's used to it. Back then, five years ago, you would get crazy hate comments yeah. and you'd be like, whoa, what the hell? What yeah. is this? Because like it wasn't as normalized and social yes. media wasn't as popular as it no. was. It was so or, mentally no, hard and it would like it really took a toll and you have to be like so mentally strong to like not let it really fuck with you. Yeah. Right. Back then. Now we're like pros, but I'm just saying back then it was wild. It was yeah. another time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and then one last thing I want to say about like you and Carl, one thing I noticed, and I told you this last night, I, you guys seemed like so happy and stuff, but one thing from being in a toxic relationship with someone that has similar traits, <laughs> I noticed like when you guys would like have your little like fights off to the side and you guys would try to like hide it from everyone yeah. because, and you guys, and you were like embarrassed and that so triggered me because I used to be in that exact same situation yeah. where I'm trying to like quiet him down and like not, I don't want anyone seeing and I was like, oh, like she's in it and I was like a little worried for you but then I was just like, if she's happy, she's happy but then when I found out that you guys really broke up and you were going to therapy and then you were kind of open up uh, opening up to me about like that there was cheating and you were telling me more and more stuff yeah for so long I yeah even when we broke up I never really shared the story no and I never told I never blasted him on social media no you were always so respectful. I never was like oh yeah he cheated because it's like I'm like it's not really anyone's business yeah everyone's asking me but like I can choose what I want to tell people but yeah now it's like so far removed. Like so I'm sure, far removed. I'm sure even if Carl was to tell the same story, he'd be like, "Yeah, I just wasn't in it." Yeah, and like, aka, he cheated. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And it just and you was, just grew in a different direction. Yeah, like was, you really decided sure, to work on yourself. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing: I think people now. That's why I'm so intentional about compatibility in relationships because it doesn't matter if you have the passion and connection. Mm-hmm. You need compatibility because Facts. I think so many times people get into a relationship because of the compassion mm-hmm. or you the know, love. The, yeah, the the yeah. physicality of it. And they're not thinking about, okay, is this compatible long term? And then you yeah. get into a relationship where you only have that and you don't have the compatibility. Now you're sitting there arguing all the time because you guys don't see eye to eye on really important values and things you want in your life. Yeah. And it makes it super hard down the road to break up because you're like, we've already built it for so long. And you just disregarded the compatibility. Yeah. Versus now if I meet someone, I I started talking to one of my friends not too long. Like we started building kind of a relationship. I'm like... Look, I was open to seeing where this would be, but we're just not compatible. Yeah. And it's fine, but I'm not going to go into a situation like that again, knowing I'm not compatible with somebody because it's just going to lead to like far bigger issues down the road. thousand percent. This isn't a question, but someone just said, I just want to say you are both living your best lives and it looks amazing on you. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, the transformation. The transformation is real. We definitely noticed that last night. And I will say, like, it made me so thankful that we went on T.I., Like, it really did. Because I was like, I don't know what I would be like today. Like, we wouldn't be sitting here looking like this, talking like this if we didn't go on TI. Yeah, just the compliments I've gotten lately. Yeah. Just the comments I've gotten lately from people that I'm just meeting. I'm like, 
whoa, I've never heard people say that before. Like, because people can just sense our yeah. energy because we just we we like live different and just like we. Yeah. It's being really like like super, it's energy. It's super secure in yourself. Yeah, very. Um, okay, what's more attractive? This is actually very hard for me, so I want you to answer first because I, this is hard. <laughs> what's more attractive to you, a man's presence or a man's self awareness? Like his physical presence. I think like presence. Or how he just presents himself. Present, I think just like when he walks into a room, like his presence. For I, me, I feel like that was gonna catch my eye immediately as someone's presence. Yeah, but I think it's both. I think yeah. they both go hand in hand. Right? That's kind of why I think if, it's hard. If you're self-aware, you're going to have a good presence. Exactly. You're not going to have a good presence if you're not self-aware. Yes. Okay. That's why I was like, this is hard because they're like kind of the same thing. Even though people, yeah. can, people can lie and put on a front. But, but I, I, I feel like you're not going to have a true like presence if you're not self-aware with who you are and yeah, confident but, with who you are. Yeah, but presence is everything. If Like literally when I was in LA, this guy was like talking to me when we were like leaving this establishment and he was like, hey, where are you going? Like, I kind of want to get your number. I'm like, well, do you want it or do you not? Like, yeah. who the fuck are you to come up to me yeah. and be wishy-washy? Like, I don't really want to, I don't want to <laughs> talk to you anyway. That's the thing about us, I'm you like, guys. We don't like wishy-washy. Did you come want- up here and handle shit. <laughs> Hold up. Did you want the phone number or what? Yeah. Like, like I, I, I'm not I'm not here to, like, yeah. entertain a half-assed man that doesn't know what no. he wants. Yeah. No, absolutely not. We don't got the time for it. <laughs> don't got the time <laughs> So what is your it. presence and what's the energy- that you're bringing to me because yeah. I'll feed off that. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you were portrayed as you are on TV? I think like was how we were portrayed on TV accurate. I will say for me, yeah. But it was also like they didn't show like all the times I was having like fun besides that one party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when we played flag football and like my rap and like my impressions. <laughs> like they edited like everything was very true and I was heartbroken and I didn't love myself and I was a mess. Okay. But they also edited out like a lot of really fun, happy times where yeah. I was like the life of the party and like, yeah, you were the life of the you party. You know, just like really just like having a ball and all that shit for the most part got edited out. Yeah. Cause they had to play against. The I, I, I had a storyline yeah. and I respect it. And I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to like blame them, but that is my only complaint is I very much was like edited into like the heartbroken girl and all my good moments for like, nope, no one's going to see this shit. Yeah. And my like badass moments, like what I'm getting in fights with Mark and like production. <laughs> yeah, because you can't put the fighting I know, on but I'm just saying like yeah. they really like edited me into a role, which mm-hmm. I, it happens. And I, us. all of us. I mean, Katie's role. Dude, Katie's villain. Okay, we both last night were cracking up because at Katie. We, we love Katie and she's changed so much, but she's it's just like changed so much, but she was on one on T.I. The shit that she says. I mean, for me, I just feel like I was happy with my edit because I feel like it was a good edit. You were edited wonderfully. Yeah, but yeah. I also that is how I portrayed myself. Yeah. Because I decided what I wanted to share yeah. with them. Yeah. And then I, there was just so many times that I just, like, wasn't speaking my mind because I didn't want it to be on TV. Yeah. Um, but I was, like, fine with my edit. Yours, but, I feel like yours was very accurate. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, like, the self-aware. It's, like, the woman who didn't have any self-worth and then she left by herself. Yeah. And then she's, like, buying a condo. Yeah. And it's, like, she turned into this badass, yeah. powerful woman. Which no, it was I'm, great. like, okay, that is true. Like, that, I do really feel like that's how my life has gone. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it didn't just happen in a month. No. <laughs> like it it happened in years like even just yeah. going I went back to Carl and then like we broke up and now yeah. it's just like it's not as easy as they portray it to be but they're also trying to you think about production and TV they have to portray something in a sh- 
short amount of time. So how else would they put it? Yeah. And plus, like, that just goes into real life as well. And like social media, there's no such thing as overnight success. I know that like people can make it look like that on social media, but like, it's like a like it takes all years of like work and like hustling and like not giving up to like churn in to like what we are today. But it's really cool because <laughs> you know I think we can have all these thoughts on like reality TV and you know even just this conversation of everybody coming to listen to this and get the the thoughts of it. It's so cool that we have like an entertainment outlet in this yeah, world. Yeah, I love to it sh- to connect to the yeah. to humans and to yeah. people. It's like. We got to put our life on display yeah. in our situations. Yeah. And then there was this whole team that got to edit it yeah. into a short version that cuts out a lot, but mm-hmm. gives you the synopsis yeah. of how you can relate it to your life and how you can change yeah. based on who you relate to. I'm like, that is so cool. Like, it's fascinating. Unfortunately, we had to be like the puppets. Yeah. But I'm glad because we learned a lot. But at the same time, it's like, it's so cool that we have these outlets to relate. Like, mm-hmm. imagine in the old days, like, they were sitting on the farms with no electricity. <laughs> I know. And it's like... And you can watch How do we show. get water? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like people can watch this and like relate to us and like learn from us and be like, I'm going to take that into my relationship. And even like podcasting, yeah. like I was talking to my therapist, like podcasting for me is like therapy. Like I love just like talking things out. I love that people get to listen to it and relate to it. Yeah. And it's like, it's so cool to just like help people like through entertainment. And yeah, I mean, everything in this world is about communication mm-hmm. and connection. Yeah. So huge. What's the biggest lesson you learned on TI? I mean, I feel like mine's obvious. Never lose yourself. <laughs> Never like, lose yeah. yourself. We had like a similar message. Yeah. Like, I think that's why we also yeah. bond so much we now. Did. Even yeah. now. Like, yeah. we'll be going on, like, whatever. We meet men. Yeah. Or, like, we're dating. Or yeah. we tell each other. We share our stories right now. And it's like, we're almost reading each other's mind. Because yeah. we both went through a toxic we relationship. We regularly read each other's minds. And <laughs> it's just like, it's so cool to see how self-aware we are now. Yeah. Versus... Back then, we both just didn't have any self-worth. No, and none. And it's, it's really sad because it's not... I don't feel like I was born that way. No. I feel like, unfortunately, I met somebody who was a bad... Like, it was a negative influence in my life. Not saying it was just him, but it was the toxic yeah. dynamic that we built together. Because yeah. it takes two to be in a toxic relationship. I preach you know that. I mean? Like, I'm not innocent. Like, mm-hmm. I I was like... Fe- it takes two to it. tango. Yeah. yeah. And like, so, it's, yeah. it's just like to see where we were versus now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. Crazy. So, yeah. I think don't lose yourself because we both... A hundred percent. Like watching it last night, I was like, whoa. And even people like girlfriends that we hang out with now and they hear us talk and like we give them advice and me and you really like piggyback off of each other. People are always like, you guys are like, you guys are with it. With it. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Like I'm even just thinking about us watching the show last night and I feel like we had the same problem we just delivered it in a different way in a different way because we both like lacked self-confidence and self-worth within ourselves because of our partner because it was a similar situation yeah but me I was just like a mute <laughs> like yeah. I just didn't speak my mind yeah and that's why it was easy for me to have like kind of an easy edit because yeah. I I thought all the same things you did like in my head I was like well that's not true like yeah. I was trying to protect him in my head but I would just not voice it out loud I would yeah. just be like yeah, and that's why Carl would always get so mad at me because he wanted me like you. Yeah, because I was wanted like a, me to protect him and say out loud like, yeah. "No, Carl's right. He's right. Yeah. I'm wrong." And it's just like I just kept it in my head. I was an oversharer. And you, yeah, you like preached the opposite. Like yeah. even when you came back from the first bonfire and you were like, "No, it's my fault. I shouldn't. Yeah. Have, I shouldn't have pushed him. Like our our problems are so small." And it's like yeah. you went complete opposite. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. I was like an overshare and I would like blame myself and everything that I was battling within my mind, I was saying out loud. Yeah. And you were the opposite. You were internalizing it. And I even remember like when, because me and you got really close throughout the show because we like shared a bathroom. You, you were like, um, yeah, you were like by things that I was saying and like how like much in, I thought I was like in love with him at the time and I was like such a hopeless romantic you were like gosh like I wish I could love like that I was literally like yeah. I don't think I love anyone because I'm not voicing it out loud but I yeah. just realized we were like different we're, in the yeah. delivery but it taught me how to be like have more passion and like compassion for people yeah. not being afraid to like share how you feel about somebody yeah because even if it doesn't work out it's like you still had that moment in that yeah. moment and it's you shouldn't be ashamed to share how you feel like, yeah. one thing I learned in therapy is, like, you can feel your feelings. Yeah. It doesn't – you don't need to suppress your feelings. And I feel like this probably also relates to maybe a lot of women, but also a lot of men, too. Because men I meet now, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you suppressing your emotions around me? Like, I know – like, I know you like me. And you're I, running away yes. because you're suppressing your emotions yes. and you don't want to share. But I can feel that yeah. you are into me and yeah. you're scared. Yes. And it's sad because I'm it like – sad. I've been there where I've suppressed my emotions before and now I call guys out. Like, look – yeah there's no way you don't like like yeah. there's no way you don't like this situation you're just scared and you're running yeah okay it's weird because me and her <laughs> i've actually never opened up about that to anyone before because i felt like it oh, it almost sounds like kind of arrogant in a way it's like no, it's I, not it's i really know not. this guy's into me and i know he's scared of his it's, feelings and he's running from them no, but, but it's such a common thing but yeah we yeah. opened up about that together because we both have experienced that recently and it is it's sad it like makes me sad because i'm like we would be like so great together if you weren't terrified and the and the <laughs> mo- and the, the the funniest thing is it's just like I know it's not a me problem. No, it's a this you is, problem. This is well, and it's just and it's sad. It's, it is it's sad. too bad, but also I just know I'm not meant for that person. Exactly. So I don't take it personal. Yeah. Now I just look at it as like, okay, this isn't a good match for me because yeah. he he obviously hasn't worked on his mental he health. He has enough. to he has to work on his mental health. He has to f- figure out himself. Like it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I, like I know he's into me. I know he feels it too cuz it's like we're not dumb. We're very in tune with ourselves. Like you feel it. Yeah. It's like you have to grow up and you have to work on your mental health. But I'm not here to tell and you. I'm, to do and that I'm and I'm triggering you. You know? Yeah, That's what I'm, it is. But also I'm like do that on your own time. I'm going to find someone else yeah, because exactly. I don't have time to sit here and I'm not waiting. Like I'm not an option. Like you I'm leaving you in the dust and I'm going to go find someone that is gonna not be scared to be closing with me. the chapter <laughs> yeah and closing the chapter is so important because i feel like a lot of people in this day and age like try to keep entertaining something when they yeah. know it's not for them and Close i think it. the most like valuable thing i've learned lately is like okay when you know it's not for you move on yeah you're wasting time you're wasting yep. your youth yeah and you're wasting time that you could be happy with someone else yep. and even if that someone else is is just yourself yep like you could be spending much more valuable time with yourself preach <laughs> Um, first impression of the season one girls. So I think I already said I was a little bit intimidated by you just because we were so different at the time, which is weird because now that we're so close, we actually are pretty similar, Mm -hmm. but like we just expressed ourselves in different ways. Like I was very much like an oversharer and I was, yeah, connected too. yeah, me and Katie were really tight because of that. Cause we were, we were also a little bit older. We overshared a lot and we were both like unapologetically ourselves, even though I was like, I had lost myself and I wasn't like the true version of myself today. And I didn't love myself. I was very much like, I said my thoughts immediately on camera. Like, I was very easy. Like, they got footage out of me. You were very, like, reserved. Shari and and I. You and Shari were very reserved. And Shari kind of scared me, too, because she was very just, like, 
she just w- would get like upset at little things and for me like I would get along with everyone I was like oh I didn't think they meant it that way you know I was it's just like different I think Shari and I probably trauma bonded because we were like a hundred percent like reading each other's minds yeah. but like not having to speak on TV and yeah we were both like um nervous to share our really true feelings yeah. and that's why in the beginning you could see that like me and her didn't open up as much. Yeah. And then she even said, like, I'm going to open up more. Yeah. I also knew in my heart, I can't even explain it. I feel like it had to be like a God or universe thing. I knew in my heart that my situation was going to be really bad on TV. And I was like, if I'm not like honest and vulnerable in myself, like it's going to be worse than it already is. You know, like I have to be as like open and honest and vulnerable right now to like make this better because it's gonna be really fucking bad oh wow see i had no idea you know i for the first like few days i was trying to even figure out what carl and i's storyline was i was just like look i know our relationship isn't working but i don't know why like i don't know what the story is like when we introduced ourselves it was like oh nicole and carl have an age gap it was like what what does that mean yeah it was like what what are the issues i'm like i don't know i'm here to figure it out like i don't know what the issues are yeah you you did seem like when i first met you confused you were like it was like why am i here yeah i was like why the fuck am I here and then it was like not until a couple episodes and I was like oh I didn't realize he was making me be like that yeah and me Katie for me she was such like a bull in a china shop like I remember she would say things that would just make me cringe I'd be like I love you and like we're vibing but like holy shit why did you just say that even rewatching the episode I was like oh my god and I would just like sit there and like not say anything because like she's my homie and like we're getting tight but I'm like oh god I wish you didn't say that that's so bad (laughs) yeah she had a horrible edit yeah she knows it she knows it she owns it I love her because she owns it all now she is who she is she owns it completely and honestly I've said this to her she wouldn't mind me saying this like she's grown so much and is so self-aware now like i'm very very proud of her like she's she's killing it um what are we currently manifesting we're almost at the end of the episode you guys so i think this is like our last question what What am i manifesting yeah a a really um i just really am manifesting a full rich peaceful life and Mm -hmm. when i say rich i don't necessarily mean money yeah i want to be happy in every category of my life and wealth is obviously a part of that money is a part of that but i need a strong support system in my life Mm -hmm. with my friends my family and my future husband yeah and no bullshit no drama Mm -hmm. and anything that's going to bring me peace happy happiness and success yeah I would say mine is along the same lines. I, I get like very, I'm like really into manifestation, you guys. <laughs> I really am. Um, but like I get very specific with it. So like I really, like I want my podcast to blow up. Kids already blowing up. <laughs> Pat on the shoulder. But like shoulder. I want to like get signed with Barstool Sports or Spotify. I want to own a home or like a condo. I want to find the love of my life. I want it to be, like, peaceful. My life is very peaceful. I'm so thankful. But I want it to keep being peaceful. I want to keep leveling up. I want to keep getting my money right. I definitely want to get my money more right. I'm at the best point I've ever been in my life, but I want to keep working on that, keep manifesting that. Yeah, I think the more specific you can be, the better. Like I, have- I get so specific yeah. with it, like, wildly. Even Katie noticed that. She was like, wow. Because she You're was supposed to. Yeah, I was like, you have to envision it. Like, because she was saying, I want to meet, like, an artist, like, that I'm going to fall in love with. And I was like, okay, envision, like, your guys' study in your mansion in Beverly Hills and their Grammys on the wall. Yeah. And she's like, damn, Case. I was like, no, dude, you have to envision the life and you have to pretend to be that person until it's your reality. Yeah. Like, you literally live it. You dress it. You live it. You work 
work it and then a year, two years, it's going to be a reality, period. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I did last year when I went to Europe for the summer, like in the summer, I was only there for two weeks, but I was like, everyone else is in Europe for the whole summer. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing that next year. Yeah. So now I'm going to, to Europe this, yeah. this Wednesday. In two days, I'll be in Europe for the whole summer. And I'm like, I'm going to do it too. I see other yeah. people do it. I know we talked about like having specific cars, like you want yeah. a G wagon. No, I'm getting like, you guys within five years. I'm not. I'm no bullshit. I'm gonna have a matte black G wagon. Period. period. Happening. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a condo in Florida. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, I think the more specific you have to be specific better. with it. Like you really, really do, and I believe in that. And it's crazy because I remember being back in high school thinking like, and I'm. I was like. Like, Calabasas is a small town. At the time, you guys, like, there were no Kardashians. Like, nobody knew where that was. And, like, I remember thinking, like, I'm going to be on a TV show. Like, I'm going to be, like, an entertainer. Like, and I had all these things. And it, like, didn't necessarily happen within my timeline. But, like, you guys, I've pretty much crossed off, like, everything on my box. And I'm continuing to cross things off my box because, like, I, I really live that way. And it's hard because, like, growing up, like, I've had family, friends where they're like, you're delusional. Like, it's never going to happen. Like, that's a crazy dream. It's like, you got to cut those people out, man. Delusional is how you're going to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Like, straight up. Yeah, I mean, I even, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I was just thinking, like, I have clients that I work with on their health and fitness journey, and, like, their mental health comes into it's it so, so much. And yeah. I was talking to this girl the other day just about, like, setting boundaries with her family because, yeah. I'm like, if they're not a good support system for you. Support system on your, is everything. On your journey, like, with your health and your fitness, and they're putting you down about mm -hmm. losing weight and not being the best that you can be, like, yep. look at how far you've brought yourself. Yeah. And you don't need, you don't really need their support. I know it's hard because it's like aligned back to like your roots of it being yeah. your family, but you need to have boundaries within your family mm -hmm. so you can keep striving to be where you want to be. And I, yeah. unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people deal with that. Yeah. And yeah, this is just something I talk about all the time with my clients in terms of like having a good support system. That's why I've like preached it this whole episode. Like yeah. having a strong support system is so crucial mm -hmm. for you to even manifest the best life that you can have. For real. And I'm at the point too, where I've had to learn along the boundary line where like, even, like, my move to Florida, like, packing up my car, driving across the country, I didn't tell a lot of people, unless you were, like, my close inner circle, until, like, I was, like, literally, like, leaving, like, in two days, because I didn't want anyone to get into my head. Like, I don't, yeah. I didn't want anyone to fuck with me. It's, like, anything that I'm really trying to make happen, and I know people aren't going to be, like, gung-ho supportive, and they're going to, like, say something that's going to get in my head and fuck me up, because I do struggle with my mental health and anxiety and depression, and I can overthink. Like, I won't tell people, because I don't want anyone to fuck with me. So I'm, like, I can't have anyone mess with my dream. So I don't tell yeah. people until it's, like, reality. Uh, because like they can't get get in me I mean I think that's good for even to like building yeah. a business and your goals it's like you know you want to tell people after it's already after gone. it's already real you don't want to like yeah. hype something up that isn't there yet yeah and I used you to have wanna, a bad habit of doing yeah that. you want to manifest stuff within yeah. yourself and really work on it yep and work hard because if you keep yep. telling people you have this thing and then it not it doesn't come to fruition me. it's gonna like do something to you hit the nail on the head yeah. so yeah I've had to learn that and I've gotten way better at it I think that's kind of it. That was so much. We talked about a lot, you guys. So I think you guys are going to really like this. I think this is a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a I good one. I talk to you like this. We talk like We can talk day, forever. So. Um, but yeah, you guys, that's kind of it. Our plans for the future. She's about to jet off to Europe. I'm going to probably try to join her at some point. Worst case scenario, we're going to go to New York this fall. Probably back to L.A. Probably Florida. I don't know. We're really winging it. We're really in this nomad life, right? I mean, I don't feel like I don't want to live nomad life forever. No, wanna... but like right in this moment in time, that's yeah. what we're doing. We're seeing where we're going to end up. Right. right now I'm in Florida. I'm loving it. 
I might meet her in Europe. I'm definitely going to go to New York for my birthday in October. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think that's it, you guys. So we're, let everyone know where we can follow you. Nicole K Fitness is my handle, TikTok, Instagram, the whole works. All of it. You guys know my personal is call me KAC, call me Case. Um, it's Tempting Pod is the Instagram for It's Tempting. Please leave a five-star review. Please leave a re- review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you guys have any questions, concerns, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. And yeah, you guys, we got some sponsorships coming up. I can't wait to share with you. I got guests scheduled. And yeah, it's going to be a good time, you guys. I'll see you next week. Love you all. Bye.